We're king makers. We are king makers. Do you know how many good men we have turned? We are doing the Lord's work. It really is. We're taking these men who are bad at dating or are n maybe not motivated as much as they should or bad dressers or bad breath or whatever it may be. And we're helping you guys be better. Clean ears. That's it. Like it's been a whirlwind, a whirlwind the past several days. Like I guess week or so since schools got out, and yeah, I'm having a real hard time. I'm just gonna be real honest, staying in work mode. Well, you have she has more chill time in the summer because she does work from home, and the girls are there, and so it's almost like you do most of your work in the fall, and so now it's just kind of like no. I mean, there's plenty. Up. Yeah, there's always maintenance, but yeah. I have plenty of new things that are going on, but I've been having to like move my work schedule around to accommodate the kids being at home. So it's like, but luckily we can do that first thing in the morning, find myself kind of in the evening because it's so beautiful outside that I'm like, I don't want to be sitting in front of I my know. computer. I so know. my, my, where my desk is at my house, I have my balcony. And so I always like to open the door and. That's also how I get my golden doodle to stop pestering me because I'm like, go outside. And he's definitely a little uh, rambunctious. He, here lately, if he gets enough playtime in the evening, then he'll usually be chill during the day. Well, I haven't been able to like take him to daycare lately. So I feel like he sits there and just, just stares at he you. He stares at me. And I'm like, I can't. You're going to have to go away. Right. Get out of mommy's face. <laughs> I know. I uh, That's kind of how I feel about my children. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, not in a bad way. No, but it's I like, get it. It's like, I'm trying so hard. But anyway, I've had a week where, I, almost a week that they've been at their dad's. Mm -hmm. So uh, Lindsay came. You know, I've mentioned her on here. She's one of my oldest, dearest friends. Yes. And uh, she's, she's a wonderful. She is. She's my one of my babies. But she came and spent the entire weekend with me. And it was so wonderful. Like, Deidre came over Saturday mm -hmm. night. We and had we fun. had such a good time together. Uh, her best friend, John, came by for a little bit. My best friend, Sam. So we got to, like, all have, like, our time with our people. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, yeah. I kind of want that to be, like, the whole vibe this summer. Like, just not like, necessarily like having to go 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 but but spending like quality time with your yeah. people. I mean, we cooked and we <clears> made <throat> good food. I introduced her to Ted Lasso <gasps> and she loves it. She kept going, "This is the best show." Everyone, everyone. And, and sh um shrinking. Yeah. And huh? I said it yeah, just shrinking. keeps getting better and she's like, "That's what Daydream said." I'm, I'm telling you, it does. <laughs> it does. It really well, does. Well, cuz I feel like you develop a like a real, you feel like you yeah, I'm like the relationship he, for with the character. So I was, I was like, you know, because Rebecca was kind of a mean girl in the beginning. Yes, and I was like, just wait, 
you're gonna love her (laughs) you will love her and you know what that's when you know it's a good show when it takes you through every emotion (laughs) like laughing and crying and anger like yeah that's when you know a show is like well and so to mention that and pay due respects daydre came over last week and we watched the series finale together and I don't so, want to talk about it, but I do feel like there were things that happened that kind of like hinted at a potential spinoff. I would love if there was a potential spinoff. Right. Be so good. Oh, I know. Yeah. She came over. We had food and then we went and walked up to uh, this little lo- local ice cream shop and <laughs> this teenager Y'all. was wilding out. Just Y'all, it was insane. Well, first of all. We took a little, we like walked there. Yeah, I brought my dog. Yeah, she lives not far from the ice cream shop. So I was like, let's just walk. And the girls came with us. So we're walking, enjoying our time. The girls got in there before us. And I got in before yeah, Lauren. Yeah, I stayed out with Zoe. Yeah. And they were about to close. But it was like, it was like five, ten minutes before close. Yeah, we were within, we were definitely within that window. And so, yeah, Lauren was out with the dog. And we lined up. And then later she comes in and... The girl that was working behind the counter was so wildly rude. She was like huffing and puffing and slamming the ice cream containers. And it's like, first of all, you had a line. Third, if you want these little hoodlums that are in front of me to be able to get food, I'm the one paying. So like, yeah, yeah, family's already been in line. Well, and then she kind of like mentioned to her coworker, like, go lock the door. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm." well, and it's just. we. Well, and we. Are familiar with like well, that's what I was gonna say. So I'm acquaintances with the owners up there. I mean, I, I we've mentioned it. I do a lot of things within the city, yeah. and I know a lot of people. And I've met those owners plenty of yeah, times, I've met and them a couple of times, and they know me. And I've been, I've walked in there before after walding out at Pablo's and wanted to get ice cream to go home, and they were already closed, and they didn't even charge me. They're like, "Oh, here, here, like for sure, like that." The way she acted is so opposite no, of it how was they making run me their business. Very uncomfortable. It was making me very uncomfortable. But the best part. <laughs> So I tried to keep it simple because I knew she was just ramping up with her frustration. For the owners, it was almost closing time at around okay. close to nine. Yes. Closing time, close to nine on a Wednesday evening. So she didn't have anywhere to be. No. And then, but I, so I'm trying to hurt. The girls get their stuff ordered. I order mine and I'm at the register and I went on Lauren and Lauren decides to push this girl's buttons like... More than they already are. And she starts telling her... Let me just say this. <laughs> you mean I asked her to do her job? Well, yeah. You asked her to, I do, asked her her job, to do her job, but she made it less easy. So she looks at the girl, and I'm cry- I'm, at this point, I'm like, what the hell is she about to do? And she starts measuring with her hand, like, can I have th- about this much of the vanilla... And then about, like, this much of the chocolate. But then can we top it with, like, the root beer? Italian ice. Italian ice. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, you are... Here's why. Uh, She was being a... Well, the slamming got real aggressive after that. It was... She was being a (laughs) B-I-T-C-H to my children and to my bestie Mm -hmm. and... 
I know the owners and they would not appreciate the way that you are acting. And I'm sorry, homegirl, but you're working at an ice cream shop and you don't like she said, you whether it's two to three and minutes. It's summertime. Yeah, it is. This Get ready. This is just the three days day. into to summer, you know. And so I uh, definitely I I wanted to talk about this anyway. Sam told me he's like, Lauren, I love you. But you can be petty. I'm like, I am. Yeah, she had, she, she switched into petty mode as soon as that girl slammed the first cooler. No, because she also <laughs> said something to my daughter and then she said something to you. I, and, and like, so it was about three strikes. And then I was like, yeah, you're done. But We're the gonna, best part yeah. is after she gave her the very distinct measurements of levels of ice cream that she wanted in her pint, she gets to the front and she's, she fully checks out. Ask, then ask her for a new punch. Oh, can I get a new punch card? So then the girl has to go find the punch cards. If I'm going to spend $30 on ice cream for four people, yeah, I want some punch you're cards. You're going to get punch cards. So then after this, she checks fully out and then goes, oh, my dog will be so mad at me. I told her I'd get her a pup cup. Zoe is waiting outside patiently. and Well, and like so me? then she then had to ring it, like reverse the ring. The transaction. That part wasn't me trying to be petty. Honestly, that was me being forgetful. It was her being forgetful, but it add it just added to yeah. It was because later she was like, "Well, you know, I was already being petty, so why not make it worse?" (laughs) Do you think that I'm petty? Yeah, you can be. I feel like we all can be. You know, I can be petty. I know I can be petty. If someone's messing with my people, you like I told my nephew. Someone's picking on you. I'm going to show up at daycare the next day during recess and trip his ass when he runs by. Like, that's just my nature. Right. Well, but when I'm with her, she becomes more protective because of, I guess, I don't know. Well, my like children mama bear and you. Bear yeah, I, yeah, I go in mama bear mode. And, you know, it's, I can be a little petty. Uh, I was telling <laughs> Sam, I was feeling a little frustrated with Old Flame uh, a couple weeks ago just mm-hmm. because... What just if, because. <laughs> and, uh, well, no. Based on my observation, she was being, what, what was the word you used? Henri. Henri. She was being Henri. He I was, can be Henri. And he, he was. He can be Henri, too. Everyone can be Henri, but. We push each other's buttons. Yeah, but you were on another level of, like, just being weird. <laughs> Here's but me. she did recognize that she was. Inner feelings. I wasn't like in my feelings. Here's what it is. I wasn't. I am learning how to be normal again. Like, well, no, I'm, that's not it. It's after my relationship that I've talked about on here before. After that, it's like I forgot how to normally date. Right. And so Mm -hmm. the other people that I, hung out with whatever went on dates with I didn't like or care about right as a person and I mean I care about them as a person but like that was the extent of my investment Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's why I kept young buck at arm's length like that and I be and then now though with old flame he was my best friend forever growing up all throughout so he knows me so there's no me it's like me trying to bullshit Sam like I can't bullshit Sam no and uh but he also knows you a certain way, and I think you have a hard time communicating your feelings. 
Well, I have an, an I have a hard time, or even like making sense of like this is how I'm feeling and this is why I'm feeling this way. So you have to be like, well, I a think we more. just put both put a guard up, and I think that like what I'm saying, like for me, it's like relearning how to. Like I, I said in the beginning, we we call them safe dick, but and it's not even necessarily dick for me, but more so of like me learning how to feel comfortable and and safe just being around a person mm-hmm. and knowing how to communicate it because that part is the part that like I'm trying to work out and like become normal again with. Yeah. So yes, I was a little petty and I've been a little petty, but he was pushing my buttons. And so, you know, it's been an interesting dynamic, but mostly just friendship and care and, you know, me learning how to not be a a crazy person. It's probably the Gemini men that are driving you crazy. It is because he's a Gemini. (laughs) And it's Gemini season. It's Gemini season. (laughs) He's a Gemini. And... Every Gemini, the man that has been in my life, they're like my kryptonite. They're funny. They're communicators. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a little charming and they have a little asshole swag, but like not, you know. Asshole swag. <laughs> and they're cheaters. But they also all, you're either cheaters. They get bored easy. My Gemini man was a cheater. I mean, honestly, baby daddy, Gemini, and he was all those things, but a big, massive turd. And then... <laughs> And Not then, just a big turd, a massive one. Massive turd. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's fine. But he he got underneath my skin the same way. And then Old Flame is a Gemini. Mm-hmm. And then there's that other guy that I used to hook up with that when Deidre and I first became friends, I asked her, I was like, hey, do you know so-and-so? He follows you. Like, because he's kind of a horn dog. And I was like. No idea who and, he was. And he's a Gemini also. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, they are cheaters, a lot of them. Yep. And he was, uh, he messaged me about our podcast and was like, when? Uh, you were on your cruise. Oh, okay. So like a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, okay. maybe. And we can have whatever. And he was like, hey, I see your podcast stuff. Looks like you ladies are doing real great. I'm like, thanks. Congratulations on your engagement. He said, thanks. Uh, I said, you know, you look happy. You seem happy. Something like that. Tell me why he messaged me back. And he said, yes. But if I said that I wasn't, I didn't miss that or, you know, wasn't sad that I was never going to get it again, I'd be lying. Something along those lines that was like, and I go, do men ever knock it? the fuck off i said you're being a real i said you better be careful you're gonna get in trouble you're being a bad boy he responded back and he said he was a good boy that just wanted to be bad one more time how many people do you think he like i don't know i mean we definitely had a thing and it was good but you're engaged and so he's like if you're scared i go no but i'm also not a homewrecker i'm not no. one of those i'm like i feel like it's almost like guys do this, though. Not necessarily just Geminis, but, like, guys. Because I've had engaged guys reach back out to me, and it's almost like they panic. Yeah. And and they He's just... so in love with her, I can tell. And it's like, you're just... It's like, they're, they, then why would you risk ruining Because that? I think that they're... One, most of them are dumb. Two, it's like the thought of forever. Because most <laughs> of them are dumb. <laughs> but I think that it is, like, the, the thought of... Of like for like anytime you're about to get in a relationship, you're about to get married, you're gonna have a baby. I think it's that that's panic. why people they like, think that, that this is the last time they can actually oh do something and maybe get away with it. Yeah, or 
the the permanency of forever, maybe. Yeah, you know, I think and so I was the only person I'm going to sleep with the rest of my life. So, yeah, I mean, I think that it's just very clear that that was that's what what was going on. It did make me feel good. I said, well, at least we have our memories as spank bank, but I'm a I'm not doing all that. I mean, because it was fun and it was a spank bank, but no, no, you're engaged. I'm not better than that. It's an insult. It feels like an insult. It's like it's a little bit of an insult to even for him to assume that you would be okay with doing. Yeah, it. he's like, I know it's not. I was like, that's not who I'm. He's like, no, I know it. Just, I mean, I will say, I've never hooked up with a person that's like got a fiance or whatever, but I did go through a phase where I, I think I was so annoyed after being cheated on. That I was just like on a rampage and I didn't give a shit if they were married in a relationship, engaged. Like, I'm like, I don't fucking know them. Let's go. And that, but that, that's where I, okay. But in my defense, I had been with someone for seven years that I loved so much and thought I was going to spend my life with and he cheated. You were scorned. And I was, I was a scorned woman and I was just like, fuck it. It happened to me. Everybody else needs to feel this way, too. So I can recognize that that was a problem. Yeah. No, I'm glad. See? Growth. <laughs> Therapy has been helping. Therapy works. But I can, I just, I couldn't imagine doing that. Now, yeah. No. no. Well, and I don't, I never have. I mean, I think that when I was younger, like, old thing, for example, he had an on and off girlfriend mm-hmm. and when they would break up and it would be like, it wasn't like just one night, but like, it'd be like, they'd be broken up for whenever him and I were best friends. But then that's kind of how we started to like become involved because I think that's like how de- feelings develop between us. And then yeah. I cared less about her because at that point I wanted him, but like, I knew that he was way too attached and I'm, like, she was kind of psycho and it just wasn't worth it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it is other times. I don't think that I really ever have just because for me, I don't. I don't like the way it makes it, it makes me feel it, like even whether I know the yeah, girl or not. You either know? way, you're going to have like a connection to that person. Well, and karma. It's like if you do that, then it's, you know. Putting it into the universe. Yeah. So not really my thing. But yeah, anyway, it's fine. I just like to date men and make them better for another lady. That's what I like to do. Same. Yay. Yay me. I'm not even really dating, but, you know, I'm, I do want to update on... Uh, Mr. Mr. Cruz. Cruz. Y'all ready for this? So, last time we recorded, I told y'all about this guy. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Do our toes match? Are we like the same? They do. We have have matching toes. Those aren't for free, so we're not showing them. Nope. (laughs) No feet finder here. Sorry. (laughs) Anyways, last week whenever we recorded... I mentioned that I had met someone on the cruise, and since being back, he was very consistent. He lived out of town, so he was planning to fly here. And then this weekend, you know, he was he was being consistent. I'm talking like good morning text, message throughout the day, like that whole scenario. And then Saturday, he sent me, you know, got, got the good morning. He was chatting here and there, what are you doing today? And then he goes... Hey, check out these flights and dates. Do those times work for you? And I was like, yeah, that's perfect. So we were talking about all that. And then Sunday, 
He did text me, but it was like 11, which was fine, whatever. I honestly wasn't even paying attention. And then we talked for a little bit and I asked him, hey, did you, get, did you end up buying your flight? Can I put you on my calendar? And ghost mode. Mm. That honestly, I feel like is so disrespectful because if somebody's asking you, can I put this in my calendar? We, most people our age, work and conduct ourselves off of the calendar. Yeah. So I just need to confirm the appointment or not. It's not like, if we're grown ass women, if you had something come up, if you got anything, whatever, you just say, hey, I, I did know. have this like intuition telling me, I low-key think he has a girlfriend. I don't think he has a girlfriend, but I think he was out of a recent relationship and he seems to be the type that may or may not like cling on quickly so she probably broke his heart i don't know what the scenario is but i did have that intuitive feeling yeah and so if that's the case just tell someone right i think that that's Lindsay and i talked about that a lot this weekend and about like that's where it shows their age difference right and it says so in ted lasso Ke you know keely says like the 23 year olds of the world there were a lot of fun and when I was 23, they were fun and good looking and had stamina and you name it, all of the mm -hmm. things that make them 23. But now that we're in our 30s, it's, they're stayed the same and they don't know how to, it's like they're so afraid. They still have this mentality of like, um, I can't tell her that work came up or I can't afford it right now or whatever this, like yeah. this doesn't work for me. Yeah. That we're going to freak gonna out. Go ghost mode. Yeah, or like run off, flip out on them. I think that men are traumatized by psycho women. Can I, like, can I just say? I mean, I think we're all traumatized by, by psycho partners right. that we've had in the past. But at the same time, it's like, well, we've been communicating so well. Don't stop now. Like, just tell me. I'm a grown woman. I'm sure he's used to 20-year-olds freaking out saying, oh, I can't believe, you know, I don't give a well, shit. Well, that's exactly how I felt about Young Buck. I, you know what? If you have something come up, we communicated so well. We had deep yeah. conversations. We we spent hours and hours and the nights together. And I have said, when it was just him and I, or he and I, it did not feel like he was 23. But then when it came to communicating and like following through and things like that, then that's kind of where he showed his age. Mm -hmm. But it felt like a complete disrespect that it, like he was anticipating me, just like Mr. Cruz is anticipating yeah. you, responding the way that that maybe 23 year old would have, us would have. And been like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe you canceled plans because you got called into work. Like whatever, yeah. but like that's, that's now I'm like, just let me know. We got to know if we can put it on our calendar or not. Yeah. Well, he went ghost mode. And about end of the day Monday, I sent him, because, y'all, I don't give two shits. Like, I will call someone out. I don't care if I back-to-back -back text. It's, that's who I am. But I reached out and I was like, so are we ghost mode? <laughs> are we in ghost mode currently? And, um... He responded back and said, oh, sorry, I've been at work. Bro, uh, we were on Sunday. Story <laughs> and on a Sunday. And he's been viewing my Instagram stories. Like, get, just tell, just say it. Say you're not in the mood to do a long distance thing. There's so many ways you can. Yeah, I really just wanted to have sex. Bad. It's been a minute and you were good looking. So that is all. I did tell uh, Old Flame this morning, he asked about uh, 
he inquired kind of what we were going to be recording about today. Yeah. And uh, I said, oh, well, she has to talk about this Mr. Cruz guy that ghosted her on the from the cruise. And he goes, he ghosted her? Like, he's trying to keep up the lingo, you know? And I'm like, yeah, he ghosted her. Uh, and he's like, he thought, because he doesn't listen, thank God, that uh, you you had slept with them or hooked up with them. And I said, no, they hadn't even kissed. No. And then he goes, well, she was going to let him come stay at her place? And <laughs> that's what he had a problem with. Like, more, well, we've yeah. gotten to know each other. I said that. I go, well, they've gotten to know each other. It was just for the weekend. He goes, oh, that'd be scary. Like, they come and all of a sudden you're like, I don't like you yeah. being here. so he probably... Had oh. more respect for me, didn't he? Because yeah. he's like, oh, they haven't even done anything? Yeah. Like, why would he ghost? Right. He did. He was like, that's that, a he valid goes, question. He goes, that doesn't even make sense. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, he, Zero. he goes, he probably, I said, well, he's young. And he goes, oh, well, he goes, it's just like that joker I told you about with you. They don't know how to, like, say it. They get embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they think they got to run the other way because they're so used to women, young, young women responding like oh yeah i better not talk to her because she's mad at me and it's like newsflash that's gonna make us even more mad like you don't well, and the last thing i said and i had i had said this to him a few times is i said something about not me being more experienced it was like something about his age it was in reference to his age because i'm always i always will tease if i'm with the younger guy and i'm like oh you're a baby and he's like you won't think they I'm a, you know, you won't think yeah. I'm a baby whenever, and I'm like, oh, stop. But, um. Y'all got the same lines. So let me just I you. almost wondered if, like, he took offense to that, maybe. They do. Or maybe he, he really does feel like he's much younger than me, and. No, I mean, I could tell you, because Young Buck and I talked about it, he would be like, can you, why do you always say that? He'd be like, why do you always have to point out that I'm so much younger than you? And I was like, because you are. It's a reminder. And I'm, I'm telling myself <laughs> your elders. that you're <laughs> young and I'm a grandma, which I'm really not. But he's like, stop. He's like, no, you're not. Like, well, uh, like he would find told, himself yeah. feeling offended. Yeah. No, and that's how Mr. Cruz was, too. But uh, he had said he had been with someone older than me. Yeah. Which I'm like, but have you? <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know if he had or he hadn't, but they weren't as good. And so... I can assure you. Shame on you, Mr. Cruz. You're lost. It's oh. fine. <laughs> yeah, I've had this guy messaging me. Um, he is a detective for not our city, but one close by. And... Um, He's very nice, but I have to kind of, like, I think we should talk about texting styles in general. I think that if there were classes out there for men and women, are, it's no secret that our generation, like, right now in this time in history, we're all bad at dating. Like, it's like yeah. nobody's forming long-lasting relationships. Everything is drowned it's out by so social media and the internet. You know, we got pandemics going on. Like, there's just things happening that are making dating organically uh yeah happen and um so sometimes and i don't blame people i've been guilty of it too like i'm not saying anything that i haven't personally done or made the mistake of like i've ghosted i've texted too much i've been too excited like i've been afraid to I've tell someone ghosted. the truth well i mean i only ghosted after i felt like i made it clear and they weren't respecting it i didn't just disappear right okay 
Like, I've already said, like, I'm not I'm interested. I'm usually a and, soft ghoster, just not a full ghost. Yeah, like, I breadcrumb until yeah. I eventually am done. And I, uh, <laughs> so just stop I run out of, I run out of loaf of bread, right? So, <sighs> but, you know, we were, we were texting, we were having a nice conversation. I think it was, like, Thursday night. It was before, or maybe Friday, whenever. It was before Lindsay had come over, so I was, I was by myself. So, we were texting, and we were, like, chatting, and just kind of, and it was, like, friendly. It wasn't anything, but then it's, like... I don't know why men feel like it's like they come on so strong or they don't it's like they don't know they're in between have you know like some of them are like light casual flirting or oh my gosh they text too much or they say it's things either, it's either like over the top or yeah. or lack thereof like, and it's like I know and I honestly and this is gonna we've talked about it before I consider myself a high value woman I, I'm not crazy on drugs and let me tell you, in the She's dating, a little crazy. The good kind. And in this dating pool of my age group, it's not bad, right, what I bring to the table. And so I understand a man being excited to, like, chat with me and, yeah. and everything. But then it's like, don't overly, like, be like, I just think you're so amazing. I think you're so awesome. Like, I think you're just, like, you don't even really know me. And I consider it to be so much more of a compliment when someone who, like, knows me and yeah. still thinks highly of me versus someone who just reads the, you know, the outline, the gloss over the cover page and goes, oh, my God, this person. Like, you, like, do you fall in love that easy? No. Like, why don't you have to get I told to you about the DM I got. I sent it to y'all. Remember how long it was? Yes. Y'all, I had a man write me a short novel in, in like, It was so messenger. long that I scrolled, like, you. we like, had to push the screen up, like, four or five times. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That's how long, and I've never met him in my life. I've never met him. He found, he saw me on Bumble, found me on Facebook, and sent me that message. Yeah, I mean, I, it's so weird to me. And I've had guys that have, like, wrote me poems and send me weird mm -hmm. messages. And, like, and this guy's not a weirdo. He's very nice. I just think that sometimes people fall for this gloss. And, I, like, my, that's my thing. It's, like, do you fall for this outwardly like version of me? Of idea, yeah, idea of me. That's the thing. I've had men in love with the idea of me, even guys that I've dated. And then whenever... I don't live up to this and this pedestal, this pedestal yeah. vision or like mm -hmm. that they have. Real life shit happens in my life. Now all of a sudden it's like they, I don't know. It's like then they're kind of dicks about it. And I think it's just shitty. Like get to know someone before you, yes, I am that great. But like get to know me first. Don't just like fall for the highlight reel and think that that's well, and it. Well, like coming on too strong. Yeah. Too fast. He told me. Like read the room. He told me. What? That he thinks the most romantic thing he could do is break every chair in this world so I had nowhere to sit but his face. <laughs> what? What? When, when the fuck did he say that? He listened to the podcast. I feel like you might sit on the ground first, though. 100%. Like, oh, your face is only available? I'll probably sit over here then. <laughs> On the ground. I don't know you. I don't know you. And even if I will, well, and the thing is, is she's face, not opposed like, to sexting that, but she needs to have that kind of connection with you. I don't feel sexual for people I don't know. Like, unless you're fucking Roy Kent or now Ted Lasso, because 
homie, you're the kind of man yeah. I want to marry. Uh, but, like, other than that, like, I don't know you, so I'm not lusting over you. And it's weird to me, the, like, people doing that to me. Why is that weird to you? They've always been doing that. My whole life, yeah. I mean, not my whole life. My yeah. grown-up, my grown-up life, but yes, but I'm just saying, like, I'm, I guess I'm tired of it, and it, and it's like, yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm just feeling, yeah. I'm feeling frustrated that I'm like, but we can't is this as good as it? Well, it's like, is this as good as it gets? Is yes. that these? Fuck. Because well, then, now that we're doing podcasting, we're gonna get get more of that, and so it comes with the territory. I know, and I don't like it, yeah. and so the that's what I'm saying. It's Sorry, like, and he's very nice, and I don't mind getting to know him. But you're gonna come out the gate with that and tell me that you're just that that's a most romantic idea. Maybe you just thought if he came on as like dick mode and jokey that you would be into that because women usually are. I'm healed, motherfucker. Sometimes. <laughs> trying real hard, <laughs> trying real hard. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there every day. But yes, I mean, like, I'm trying to be a better version of me. So I told Old Flame, like, he his ex girlfriend was messaging him, and I said, "Do you think that crazy people wake up the next morning and go, oh my gosh, that was so crazy? I can't believe I was so crazy last night." Yeah. And he was like, "No, lol." And I said, "See, proof number one." that I am not crazy because I wake up after being a little ornery and go, hmm, that was a little much, Lauren. You might want to tone So if we recognize that we have crazy moments. Self-awareness. That makes us not crazy. 100%. Well, there you have it, folks. Self-awareness is key, and that is part of mental health and being a better person. I mean, I feel like I've always felt that way, but I can get crazy at times. Yeah. So. But I'll apologize about it later. Yeah, I did too. I was like, look, I got a little wound up and I was mostly wound up because I felt like I don't like when people like if we are just friends and friendship comes first and that's the only thing that is happening currently between us. But there's always been a little bit of a connection between the two of us, but we're being mindful of our situation. And so, but I don't, I don't like ignoring it. Like, don't ignore that you feel that way for me and don't ignore. Does that make sense? Don't treat me differently than how you feel about me. That's being mindful of your situation, Lauren. That's called switching uh, the game up, and Jesus. I don't like it. So anyway, that's where we were having this conversation that I said it had nothing to do with him and had everything to do with me and me feeling respected and worthy of, like, I am a great catch. Why the fuck are you acting like I'm not? And, uh... He was like, I never said you weren't, like, pump the brakes. And so, anyway, I have grown <laughs> since last week. Every day. I try to be the best <laughs> version of myself. I said, you know, I, I joke a lot that I lie to myself. Like, oh, that was, a, that was a lie I told myself. That big bag of salad, that was a lie I told myself the grocery store that I was going to eat yeah, it. Yeah, sometimes it looks good and fluffy. And then you get home and you're like, oh, but that mac and cheese in that box looks better. Yeah, so I mean, sometimes I tell myself <laughs> lies. But I have learned a new way to express it. That now I'm just, I'm speaking from a place of the person I aspire to be. Well... Hashtag that. Lauren Chambers quote. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna give y'all an update on someone who has popped back up. Speaking of poor dating. Shockingly. Speaking of poor dating. 
behaviors. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, I will tell y'all about what happened. Catch on the flip side. You're going to want to stay tuned. <laughs> Catch on the flip side. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome. <laughs> Did you miss us? Probably. I answered for y'all. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying no cap a lot lately. I feel real cool when I do it. What does that mean? No cap. What does no cap mean? No lie. Where did you pick this up? It's what the young kids are saying. We need to stop that immediately. And no Riz, cap. if you're good at like like flirting or being What charming, do the girls say when you say this? Oh, they hate it. They <laughs> We did something the other night, and both of them got so annoyed and embarrassed with us. They I was. think I'm the cringiest person alive, and I live for it. Let me <laughs> just tell you. So she's like, no cap, girls. Oh, yeah. I was getting out of the car the other day. I looked at my daughter and my oldest, and I go, you ready? Let go. And she gets out of the car. Oh, no. And just her whole, she was like, you would have thought I just said the worst thing ever. She was like, oh. <laughs> Mama, don't say that. We're walking in a store. People what? are going to hear but you. In in your defense, your oldest does that shit to me, too. She'll literally be like, Deidre, what are you wearing? It's awful. Like, <laughs> she's so And weird. I'm like, you turd muffin. Get away from me. My youngest is like 100% like on my team. And she yeah. she's always like, uh, she's on my team, too. Yeah, she goes, stop being a hater. Or she'd be like, you're sipping that haterade against mom. Mom, you're fine. And I'm like, and then I go, no cap. And she goes, don't say that. And I'm like, okay. Well, every time your oldest has a comment about my outfit, you know what I remind her? I got best dressed in high school, so back it up, lady. Take notes from me. I have all of the part. Uh, <laughs> yes, I have all the podcast stuff, like because I control their social media. They don't have social media, but like their settings and all their stuff. So they, uh, I have it where they can't see any of the podcast stuff. You know, like everything is blocked yeah. for them. But I wanted to so badly show them the uh, reel of where I rapped the hip hop. Which one? Where I was like, hip to hop, you know? No. Yeah, the you literally posted it yesterday with your bucket hat. You said 90 oh. stat or hip hop. I literally was like wanting to show it to them just because I was so cool. Like I felt like I was legit. Too legit to quit. <sighs> No, too legit and needs to quit. <laughs> Rude. As okay. if. So, oh yeah, we're going to give you this. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> are, whatever. Are you done? Are you done? Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ on a cracker. She's going to tell us about Mr. Robot. Yes, Mr. Robot. As a reminder, he's the one that I went on the date with. He made me cry. It was not fun being interrogated on that date. And he just made it. He made me feel like I was less than he was. And uh, so, yeah, he apologized. He reached out. He basically was like, I just don't really understand why you thought I wasn't attracted to you or why I didn't think you were. Well, I think he just came across as real judgy about everything. No, he came off as a know-it-all. Like, yeah, it was just, it was fucking weird. Anyway, so he reaches out. He apologizes and says, can I please take you to dinner? 
because I want to make it up to you. And so, because she loves you guys, kitty content, yeah, she went. I, well, one, I didn't know this was going to be some kitty content because I'm like, this is going to be fucking interesting. Mm -hmm. Because based on how he acted last time and his apology, there was zero self-awareness in the apology. Zero. And so, whenever I gave him feedback and I said, did this give you clarity? He then said, yes, I need to relax and try to enjoy myself on dates. And I was like, bingo. Like, that could have been one mini thing to change, but there was a lot of others. Anyways, so he asked me to go on this date. And so I agree. We meet at Legacy Hall, which is like that big food court, you know, in Plano. Mm -hmm. And, um... When I got, when I walked up to him, because, and I think I mentioned last time during the day that he, that I felt like I was like, like with someone who was on the spectrum. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. I think you said you felt that way. And not that it's a negative thing, it's but it's something you should all. be upfront about. It's, well, it's something you should be upfront about and it's, you have to sh shift, you have to shift, <laughs> you have to shift your way of communicating when you are with someone. That is on the spectrum. Well, have a little bit more patience, whatever. But clear is kind because that way it helps you to not you, for you to be aware yeah. and handle them, and then for to know how to receive them. Like I mean, yeah, it's. No, I mean, I literally I went on a date one time with a guy. Just a side note, went on a date one time with a guy, and he complained of there not being pictures on the menu, <laughs> and I I just kind of laughed it off. And I, I mean, my friend Jeremy's the same way. He likes to see what he's going to order, though. Like, that's why he wants the pictures. Well, later he asked me to read it to him, and I I was thought he was joking. Like, I was like, are you serious? Are you joking? No, he couldn't read. He could not read because he was so dyslexic. Oh, that's terrible. But why didn't he tell me that? Or Because I, I would have, I feel like an ass later. Yeah, because you were like. Because I thought I was joking, and I was like, are you joking? Like, if you would have told me that you were severely dyslexic and couldn't read the yeah, menu. Yeah, then you would have been uh, able to be kind of. Then it would have made sense as to why you wanted a menu with photos on it. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. Anyways, so yes, same thing. He should have communicated that he was on the spectrum. Last time we went on the date, I probably would have been less hard on him. But, so I get there, I walk up to him, and I point, we were outside of the facility, Legacy Hall and Haywire. And I said, do you want to, I said, have you ever been to Haywire? Like, it's really cool. And I could tell he immediately, because I was trying to change the plan, he kind of stiffened. And I was like, oh, okay, no, never mind. Like, we can, we can go in here. And he was like, well, there's sushi in here, and I really want sushi. I'm like, that's okay. That is fine. We can go have sushi. So I could tell he had an issue with me showing him around. Because we got the sushi, and then, you know, you usually go and find a seat at this place. Well, he's from out of town. I'm from the area. I've been there multiple times, and I was like, let's go. Like, he's trying to find us a seat, and I was like, well, let's go up a few floors because it'll be cl yeah. more clear up there, whatever. And I could tell he, like, did not like being kind of whatever pointed. So, we get to the upstairs bar. We sit down. We start talking. I said, I straight up told him, I said, I don't want to offend you by saying this, but I low-key felt like you were like maybe on the spectrum last time we went on a date. Just based on 
how you spoke and acted or whatever. And he goes, well, I am like, I, like that was a, like it was ignorant of me to not know. I think that, yeah. And because he is, I try to give him some like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of these things make sense. Exactly. But so I, I tried to initial, so I tried to like be a little yeah. less combative this time around because there is a lot of misogyny coming from him, like spewing. There's a lot of like dominating, dominating, like I think that ideals. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to be a little more sensitive of the spectrum. Right. But then, okay, so we're sitting there eating, and there's this great song on, y'all. There's a very few people sitting around. This fool gets up out of his chair and goes and cuts a rug in the middle of the <laughs> floor. <laughs> Can you show us? No. I couldn't even do what he was doing. Like, he was doing, like, the whole, like, <laughs> leg and arm and, you know, all over the dance floor. And then he was trying to hop up. The people sitting around, <laughs> sitting around us, Lauren, sir. Yeah. Like, come on, you. And I was like, <laughs> uh, y'all, I'm sitting at the bar. Like, if he fucking tries to get me to stand up and dance right now, <laughs> I am not about that life in this moment because it's been a work day. My feet already kind of hurt, and I just, Mama, just wanted to sit here and have a drink. Mm -hmm. And I got big birds. Hopping around behind me <laughs> to get to the music. Only one on the floor. Everyone just stared at him while he was trying to help them to come out there with him. So that escapade subsided eventually because our food showed up. And uh, yeah, so we we ate. He's not a talker while eater, really. Like there was <laughs> minimal conversation. A talker while eater? <laughs> You know, I, I just like the way you said that. I feel like sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want you to get to the the part where he said what he said. Oh, okay. So. Because the whole date was this. So. Yeah. This is the, yeah, this is the lead up. This is me being generous to what's happening already. Uh-huh. So after the, after we finished dinner, I said, it's fun over here and all, but it, there was like a huge drag show going on. So we couldn't get out there without buying an $80 wristband. And we're like, yeah, no. So I said, why don't we go over to Haywire, like I mentioned earlier, <laughs> <laughs> and get some drinks. They have really good cocktails and a very cool over yeah, like, rooftop bar. Love it. Um, So he agrees. So we go onto the rooftop, and then, you know, he's ordering us drinks. We go sit down. And we start watching this drag show. And it's like a switch flipped. Like, he just started getting really quiet. Well, you said that you had complimented this, uh, or told him that someone's shirt would look good on it. Yeah, he was, like, being just kind of withdrawn. Yeah. And so this couple come up and sat with us, and I said, his shirt's really cute. It was, like, a knit polo or whatever that's in right now. And I said, uh, Mr. Robot, that would be cute on you. Or you'd look really cute in that. And y'all, it was like I lit a fire under him because mm -hmm. he got really blown up about me calling him cute and not handsome or attractive. And so, yeah, at first I thought he was joking. Like he was like talking to himself a little bit and then like saying off the wall things. And, and, and then I got, I was like, what is wrong with you? And uh, that's whenever he was like, well, you said I would look cute. I'm a man. 
I'm not cute. Yeah, like I think I remember just because she called me afterwards. It was so wild. And she was saying that he was like, I'm attractive. You don't think that I know I'm attractive? And like, which yeah. is spiraling that she said she, you literally had to put your arm up. I put my arm on him at first and he was like, no, no, don't touch me. And I was like, you need to calm down. Because whatever you're getting blown out of proportion, I said, I'm sorry, I used the wrong terminology. Like, calm the You were trying down. to calm me, like, like compliment him. Yeah. Yes. I said, it was a literal compliment that you're like, mate, like, I, it was just weird. And so I could tell he made the couple feel weird. So they left the shared table. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, what is your deal? What's going on with you? And that's when he made that comment. Um, what was it? But he had like this stoic, wild, wild look in his eye and said, I could, like, I could kill you right now and uh, you couldn't do anything about it. That's about the time you go, you know what? I think I'm just going to bounce I did. on out. I literally was, I put my drink down and I grabbed my purse and I said, you know what? This was a terrible idea <laughs> and I think I'm going to go. Bye. And he was just like, fine, bye. Well, then I get to my car and he calls and uh, he put his damn sunglasses in my purse. So I then had to drive back down there and hand in those. But I'm like, yeah, I think he just honestly, that's, I'm, I think that I'm over that for you. Yeah. Oh, I would never again. And I hope he yeah. knows better than to wait. Yeah. Any, any number of months and try to reach out. I no. Well, and you know, honestly, I feel that way about Mr. Race Car. I told you, we were friends for years. We kind of talked. We had a date. And then we had that whole weird-ass vow. Now that we're now that you've been a dick, I can be a dick back. And yeah. you were such a weird asshole the entire thing. And I tolerated a lot with that. And, you know, he has PTSD. He's a war vet. Like, I've been very understanding to a lot of his shit and things yeah. that he was just kind of off. Which, again, communication like Mr. Robot, that if you're... If you're autistic, it's or you are so dyslexic you can't read. Like we're not judging you, but you gotta communicate these things with us. Yeah. So well, and I think that's their fear, probably. Like oh, right. that she'll judge me or she'll think less of me. No. no. It helps us to understand yes. you. We want to understand. So like Mr. Cruz, you know, going ghost mode. It's just having communication of like, even if this is not working for me, I think you're a weirdo. Like, okay, that's nice. At least it was communicated. <laughs> Clear as kind. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's Thank not you. Nice. Uh, yeah, but I know I'm not a weirdo, so you couldn't even. Yeah, but Mr. Racecar, you know, I it was so strange that I did. I very, I kind of quit responding to him after the date. And he messaged me again and was like, bought a house, but we had, I had a great time with you and I just really didn't respond. And it was very clear that things were weird between us. Yeah. Um, and then we didn't talk for a couple months and then I guess several weeks ago, I was, I have a horrible habit of, um, not locking my phone sometimes and throwing it in my purse or, or wherever in my pocket. Yeah. And it pocket called him. Oh, God. And so I realized, and I hung up, and then I saw that it had called, and there were seconds, you know, a second count. So I just texted and said, hey, sorry, my bad. Hope you're doing well. Like, like, uh, oops, you know? Yeah. He, guys, if y'all remember from season one, this is the guy that went off on me and audio oh, voice yeah. messages. God, it was so ridiculous. Over the podcast. Why did, what did I say then? That offended him? I don't even, it, I, I don't even remember, so it must not have been. Oh, because oh. I think 
I lit him up about something. Oh, because he he acted like he was busier than me, you know? Oh, yeah. And he so, like, changing the day. It was just annoying. Yeah. And so, uh, he was so rude and hateful. He sent me all of these messages. He's like, how dare you fucking talk about me on your podcast again? Uh, I told you, <laughs> I, and your stupid-ass podcast that and y'all aren't even funny and... Um, you yes, think we are? Yeah. He what? was going off on me about like just everything that he could possibly think of over the last four years. He was like, "You got on there, and if you think I have a small dick, you should have just told me I had a small, small dick." And Sir, you just that is not what she said, motherfucker. She said that you over exaggerated your penis so that when it popped out. Or when you pulled it out in the middle of a parking lot in your vehicle and said, "You want to see it?" and eh, said, eh. Like you've been chalking it up, telling her it's the width of a freaking red hand. I never even asked. And how it big came out as was. a pencil dick. Like get out of here. I didn't ask. And then you offer that information, and then you pulled it out. And all I to a woman who has a podcast, and all I did was say that I wouldn't lie about the size or color of my areolas if I were, thought you were going to see them. So why do you lie about your penis? There's nothing wrong with it. Now it is. It's attached to you. So, but then told that. me that he is better than me. That I'm. Uh, that I'm. Uh, that I'm going to end up alone and then you wanted to get on your stupid podcast and talk shit about me and I'm like <laughs> actually so are you saying that you just got your feelings hurt is that well, is that one of my thing y'all need to stop y'all need to stop having behavior that is worth talking about like it's don't easy. do something stupid if you don't want to be talked about yeah I agree. We're I, trying to teach you and make you into... We're king makers. We are king makers. Do you know how many good men we have turned... We are doing the Lord's work. It really is. We're taking these men who are bad at dating or are n maybe not motivated as much as they should or bad dressers or bad breath or whatever it may be. And we're wow. helping you guys be better. Clean ears. That's a big one. Oh. Like, God, I... I I literally keep a container this tall on like a foot tall full of Q-tips in my home. And I have every man I've ever dated. I've been like, did you clean your ears? Like we just got in the shower. Did you get your ears out? And that, why have they all told me, I never really started cleaning my ears till after I dated Ew, you. who are you dating? They said, oh man, I do it like once a month. And I'm like, yeah, no wonder there was pots of gold coming. <laughs> I, wanted, I literally, okay, so how... How he, you feel about breath makers, is how I feel about Lord's work. Ew. Um, no, I love when a good man has good hygiene. I <laughs> don't prefer when they. The, no, it's um, we're not making fun because there are some men that just haven't been taught. You just haven't been taught, so we'll teach you. We're teaching. Actually, you. I prefer if you learn first. But um, yeah, brings me to a very good point. I know that there's a lot of people that know us that listen and we are valuable or I'm sorry, we are very grateful for your support and that you listen. And then there is a select few of people who listen to try to get dirt or information or just to be able to speak certain things that are not yeah, truly really. gossip. Yeah. Nefarious behavior, if you will. And to those people, I hope you know, or anyone else that, I would never share anything personal about the people in my life unless it was for a greater good. If we talk negatively about somebody like Mr. Robot or Mr. Race Car, they, they were pieces of shit and deserved it. 
And uh, it's not fair to try to spread lies and twist our words. If you want to listen, tell people the minute mark so they can go back and find it if they have a question or come talk to us. Um, but for everybody else out there listening, because we are at almost 40 states and 16 countries um, and very, very grateful for our listeners. Mm -hmm. For the rest of you, I hope you all know we we genuinely love and care about our family and our people. And we're not just out here. We're not spreading lies. We're not speaking anything but facts. So if you don't like it, you can fact check us <laughs> at kittywhisperspodcast.com. But nice plug. Thanks. It was a sassy one. Yeah. You know, I was going to tell you this. What? I think that I've reached the point of the age in my life that, like, we should give up on dating and I should just... Yeah, but, like, you already deal. know him. Or, like, I feel like I may just go through the old Rolodex uh, and... Right. Just pick out all our good <laughs> ones, go back to them, give them another chance. Be like, look, are you still single? How'd that yeah. divorce work out for you? Uh, you doing okay? Are you healed, bro? Because we, yeah. we did real well in this period, so... Well, I might be taking that step. Yeah, I think it's getting real, y'all. Me and potential baby daddy, that's what we named him. PBD. PBD? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Me and PBD are in discussions about getting my IUD out and just being parents. Russian, Russian roulette, baby. And Russian I like it. roulette. I like so, it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. What if I'm pregnant by the end of the year? I like that. Would that be wild? Yeah, it would be wild. Why does it kind of make me so... It made me really nervous when I said that out loud. I don't know. I gasped. Because we would both just be like, what the fuck are we doing? Wait, I thought it was Because Lauren would be helping me. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm going to train my girls. Yes, I would be helping. But, you know, I just... I, I think that we'll see. Like I, like I said, I'm not really in a place where I can envision myself incorporating a new person into my life right now. And so... No new friends. Um, I'm enjoying what I got going on. I'm not getting laid near enough. That is the only complaint that I have. Same. But, oh, and also, I think because I go, did go up on my anxiety medicine, your girl can't have an orgasm. And I always orgasm with my vibrator. Mm. And me and her got in a full-blown fight the other night. Ooh, that's not good. Like, y'all, I was in there. We're all boxing? We, she was boxing with my vagina and not doing she the job. She wasn't boxing your box. She wasn't, truly. She was, like, fighting the guy behind him. I don't know... But <laughs> just kidding. There was no your asshole. <laughs> I wish she wasn't doing anything. I'm like, God, what is wrong with me? I feel like my vagina is numb, and I blame my anxiety medication. Or you just been hitting that old vibrator too long. I, well, I, even after an hour, it wasn't working, y'all. I know because it would be right there, and then boom, gone. I think you should masturbate with your hands and not a vibrator. And see I how it works. never started using a vibrator till about a year ago. Well, sometimes you got to So I've always used my hand, and then I upgraded to the vibrator, so I know what I'm going back to. And this doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. You know, I, don't, I, I, think, I think you need to go see PBD, and you need to rub one out. Well, I am. When are we getting this well, show going? Okay, so I'm I, am, I'm, I, plan, I have my IUD scheduled to get removed next week y'all just need practice to go isn't that crazy yes it is crazy and then i looked up on google like 
you pretty much can get pregnant immediately after getting your IUD out, depending on your ovulation yeah, schedule. You I thought it would take at least a month for everything to like clear out of there. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks sometimes, but it can be up to six months. For I don't know if I'm that. Well, I don't know. I need to get mine taken out. Did I tell you the fucking old flame asked me if I could get pregnant? Like, can you still get pregnant? What do you think? She's like 60? I was, I, I was like, are you, are you kidding me? And then he's like, well, like well, birth control he, or well, maybe he thought you had got on too tied. Maybe, but I was so offended. I okay. Like, I, I think it's bad that our minds immediately go to the worst place. <laughs> I immediately was like, do you think Cause that's her old woman that I and like, he was like, uh, no, I, I said, like I birth control. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we responded. Oh, and the, well, you did it too. I did it too. We're both <laughs> mentally ill. Just, <laughs> and and I, was like, I, I said, physically, yes, I'm sure I can still have a baby. I said, but. Baby. I said, but am I there? Nope. I hope you're not looking forward to having any more children because that's not happening here. It could happen. That's my uterus. It could happen. No. If I had sperm, I told Lindsay the other day, if I had sperm, I'd knock you up. I was like, I'd just make her. Yeah, I, can, I would give her a baby. We were, we were staring at the stars. We, uh, yeah, we had a On a pallet, and I was telling them how I wanted to have a baby, and this one was like, well, if I had sperm, I'd give you some. <laughs> I was like, thank you. That was so sweet. And then I told Lindsay and Lauren I wanted them to be in the delivery room with me. And the baby. Well, it's been a good one, guys. Looking forward to next week. What do you got going on this weekend? I don't think I have anything going on. Do we have anything going on? I don't have anything going on. Not until the following. What was I going to do Friday, though? Oh, we're going to go see Lana on Friday. <gasps> That's what we're doing. So we're going to go see Lana and get so a massage. So we're going to have a reading. Um, whatever you call it. We're going to have reading results for y'all next week. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. And she just like these nice healing, like, Reiki massages. Yeah. So we're going to so we're gonna get rubbed down and red at the same time. <laughs> Red and rubbed. Red and rub. Love it. Well, love you guys and see you next week. Bye. Meow, meow.